I'm getting ready for my acting job next week. Maybe I should just drink smoothies now. Yeah, you better lose a bunch of weight real fast. Yeah, that's what they do, right? Yeah. I have those powders, but but I just got a burger today and ate chocolate. Let's do what Marlon Brando did and eat a lot of ice cream, but then vomit it out. Ew! No. Oh, you know Princess Di did that too? That'd be easy to um, vomit out, though, because ew, ew, ew. ice cream, you know? It just come no, out. No, it's be never. A, that's not the way food's supposed to go. Mm-mm. What's the date? Ugh, um, it's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. It's January twenty second. We have a new president, new administration, new decorations in the Oval Office. Um, the whole world is better again. Oh yeah, sure. Because a different politician is in charge. Well, maybe we'll stop this coronavirus thing because the federal government's actually going to do something about it now. Let's get rid of this shit. Sick of it. Sick of wearing a mask. I've gotten called on it a few times now when I put it down when I was far away and people were like, um, Grace, could you put your mask up? And I was like, yes, I'll put it up. You're an anti-masker no, now. No, I'm not. Yeah, I just sometimes put it down. you're an anti-masker. No, I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> but my first initial reaction was... <laughs> But I did put it up and I was like, oh, sorry. But look, when you're sweating and getting that acne and like, I have a pimple on my upper lip. It's from the mask. I have to appear on screen. Yes. No reason to yell at me about it. (laughs) I thought yelling at each other was what we did on this show. You're yelling about things. I'm yelling to people. You're yelling at me. I'm not. I, all right, I won't look at you while I'm ranting. I'll look away. Things have been going along very well, when all of a sudden, it happened. It's a heathen's morning in Los Angeles. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. Feed. This you must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L-A-A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. 54321 Blast Off is the Starship L-A-A-F bringing you all the news that matters from the Los Angeles area, all of Southern California, California, the West Coast, the continent of America, from the, North and South. From that, the glittering golden sidewalks of Hollywood itself where the stars shimmer and shine in golden sparkling platinum. Mm-hmm. You can put your uh, you can put your sleeping bag down there and just camp out and uh, welcome to Hollywood. You won't even everybody. freeze to death. Come no. be homeless here with the rest of us. It's great. Uh, yeah, it's the only spot on earth. It's one of the only spots on earth that you can survive outdoors all night long in the cold. But I'm ahead of myself. Go follow us on the thingies. It's LAAF Podcast at LAAF Podcast. Instagram, then- Twitter. 
Facebook. You can support us for a dollar a month at patreon.com slash LAAF. That's the only way. To get the exclusive content. It's the only way we ask for your support because every other platform where we can gain support from you, they want to tell us rules. They want to say, oh, your show can't do this. Your show can't do that. No. LAAF, all right? It's a place for misfits. It's a place for rule breakers. It's a place for free thinkers and free beers, stuff doers, things makers. Our show can do that. Our show can do whatever we want. L-A-A-F-U. Okay? Misfits only. If you want some Follow the Rules podcasts, okay, there's plenty out there, all right? If you want, you can go and listen to like one billion hours of true crime. You could go and... and uh, Our podcast's going to get all boring and commodified now, like like oh, weed yeah. stores. Well, I mean, you know, on the real, okay? Real talk now? Yeah, real talk. This is... Uh, Amazon bought Wondry. The same thing that, you know, happened to radio and right. happened to uh, everything else and, and news. And podcasts are cool because we can... Any Anyone can do it from their living room. And anyone can do anything that they want. But also, and I was talking to uh, Steve Bluestein, <laughs> name drop, um, today, which uh, big Steve Bluestein, okay, which he corrected me, and Blue I keep Stein. saying Steen. Um, Steve Bluestein was one of the original groundlings and uh, a comic writer. He wrote a great book called... Uh, he wrote a great book called Take My Prostate, Please, about his experience with prostate cancer. Yikes. And um, he wrote a couple of great comedy books, Memoirs of a Nobody. He wrote, uh, most recently, a, a serious memoir about growing up on the East Coast. Oh, uh, it's probably a, rough. In New England. Oh, yeah, that's cold there. He said about how the culture there. and the people are just so terrible and mm. mean. Oh, I want to read this. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it's, uh, um, Ooh, should yeah, I we'll start my about, memoir? Uh, We'll talk about Steve a little later in the show. Tons of stuff coming up today. Um, Did you over see, there uh, across the table from me, uh, it's 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 Hollywood's own the the quintuple threat, Grace Faye. Oh, and over there across the table from me, it's Jimmy. He uh, he uh, he knows how to hold a boom mic. I do know how to do that. Yeah, I work all the positions. I'm gonna start on the 23rd, working all the positions. Being the unit production manager, and Whoa. later on, gonna act in the show. Oh. I do it all, baby. A Renaissance man. We're gonna talk about acting a little bit later in my segment. This segment of the LAAF podcast is brought to you by Apple. Yes, we know it was better before and that the last update ruined it, but come on. Do the update. Seriously, we fixed it this time. Sure, we make billions in profit off of slave labor, and sure, we destroyed the music industry, but you know what? You're in now, and we both know you can't get out, so just trust us, okay? Besides, who gave you the emoji, hmm? Apple. That's who. That's right. You're our bitch. Do the update, bitch. Pay $80 for a cable. Apple. You're listening to LAAF. I must say this is irregular. I have a bit of news for you. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. Senior snap-up vaccine appointments in L.A. County as the website and hotline are jammed. Whoa. 
to get that spot at Disneyland. That's the place to get it. Well, now that they now that they allowed now that they allowed the age uh, to be 65 and under, a lot more people are going down there. Nice. And I've been hearing from a lot more people who are jumping the line and find <laughs> and finding a way to get a, a vaccine any way they can. And I mean, are you really mad about it? I'm not. Go ahead. You know, anybody who can get jabbed, get out there and get jabbed. Even if you're breaking the rules, even if you're whatever, we all know the bureaucracy. Vaccines in 100 days. Yeah, we all know the the bureaucracy is going to fail us. So if you can get a, a, a jab in your arm and uh, and there's a spot in line and you got to bend the rules just a little bit to do it. Well, it's better than throwing out those refrigerated samples or refrigerated doses. Ugh. Um, President Biden signs new executive orders intended to speed up production of COVID-19 supplies, increasing testing capacity and requiring mask wearing during interstate travel and in all federal buildings. Okay. Well, even though I sometimes don't want to wear a mask, I'm sure glad the federal government's doing something instead of leaving it up to the states the way we did for the past year. Maybe Why? this will actually what? What? speed Why? things up a little bit. No, it won't. It, this is stupid. Like this, Of course the states should be in charge of their own shit when it comes to mask wearing, when it comes to I practically every single rule. Do you think rule. that it's like that in no, Europe and other like countries? No, I don't like centralized control. I don't like centralized control. This is not DCAF. This is... We're, I, I'm not. I'm not into giving every decision-making power to the authorities in Washington D.C. It's fine with me if Gavin Newsom and his buddies do it because at least they're closer by. I can drive to yell at them. I don't have to take a plane. All right. Well, um, I disagree, and I'm excited <laughs> that uh, we're going to be able to put some of that government money, tor- money towards um, helping us with vaccines and also. Uh, giving money in unemployment to the individuals and small businesses and things like that. Well disagreed. And touche. Oh. Uh, we- well, it's all about being bipartisan these days. Did you see uh, some of the outfits they were wearing during the, during the inauguration? The purple? No. The meaning of the color purple and plum, yeah, like Michelle royal. Obama and Hillary that they're royal. all wearing. Yeah, it's royal, royal and Kamala. No, uh, well, it is, but it's also yes. bipartisan because it's a blending of the blue and the red. And I think, you know, as Biden oh. said, disagreeing is well, a good thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's actually true. The purple states. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, I can get with that. I can get with uh, my favorite outfit was Jill Biden's teal outfit. Uh, that lady is out of his league. Ooh, she's pretty, huh? Yeah, she's pretty. She's smart. Um, uh, what do you yeah. mean? They've been married a long time. What do you mean out of his league? I'm just He's saying. He's president. How, how ambitious does a guy have to get? That lady's pretty <laughs> dope, though. Okay? Like... <laughs> She could have had a king. That's she, all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is as king-like also, as you get. Also, they stand uh, on the balcony and wave. We comment on their outfits. I mean... Since we're talking about DCAF, McConnell wants to push impeachment trial to February. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> what is this? Well, why? they have things are, to do. I mean... Why? Why are we making g- this give show? Give Trump a couple weeks in Florida to you know, get his bearing, then Whatever. bring him back. And I mean, every lawyer in the world could go after him in civil court for as long as they want, forever and ever you could sue trump till till the till the sun sets on your sad little lawyer life okay but like why who cares in the government well, anymore that's who cares about impeachment he didn't end up pardoning himself and his family is because he would be pre-pardoning himself and that would basically be um an admission of guilt 
according to a lawyer in some civil trials and that would only exempt him from federal charges and so if you preemptively pardon yourself you're basically saying in the civil courts i did something wrong so he didn't do that he's not totally dumb he's not gonna like he knows that all of this this nonsense that the government is yapping about is gonna just fizzle itself out and Mm, i don't know it is. They're not going to do well, anything. Well, if they to do him. impeach him, they can um, also determine that he that he doesn't ha- uh, isn't able to run for office again, and they can also make sure that he's maybe not getting that huge million dollar pension and all those uh, privileges. Since the show because is LAAF and not DCAF, let's get back to it. Firms oh, yeah. behind the Queen Mary management and hotels in. In Pasadena, Anaheim, and Palm Desert, file for bankruptcy. Oh, no. That's right. Uh, more casualties. Um, Urban, Urban Commons Queensway, which oversees the Queen Mary. Uh, uh, Urban Commons the Queen Mary. Cordova. I tap danced there. I sang there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, the big uh, ship in Long Beach that you go on? Yeah, I've, I've been, uh, I've been we on... We went to dinner there. I've been on that ship ever since I was a little kid. It's quite the sight. For those of you who don't know, it's a really cool tourist attraction. Um, it's an old ocean liner, kind of of like the Titanic uh, built in the 1920s or 30s. It has mighty wooden lined walls yeah. just like the compound of the great LAAF studios. You don't sound very cheerful for a girl who's giving a tea party. Why should anyone be cheerful? She had such Grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much Grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, honey. To help. Helping accomplish. Ah, the sweet sound of my vintage segment. Mm. Um, a final comment on uh, Miss Mrs. Biden's um, outfit. I liked that the leather gloves. I mean, inauguration dress always reminds us of East Coast fashion, which includes those coats and the coats in you know a nice wool coat in a bold color. Oh, and yeah, I liked how they there. were so monochromatic. You know, so that the gloves match the coat, match the boots, and now match the mask. And these designers like Alexander O'Neill, who designed uh, Mrs. Biden's look, also uh, gave her the matching mask. Um, now, go check out that pearl group I t- told you guys about on Facebook. Um, some of those masks were neat and embedded with pearls, which I loved. Um, anyway, I'm going to embrace that part of masks, although not the uh, macne that I get from them. Um, do you have any of the masks that uh, match your outfit yet? Yeah, of course I do. Oh, okay. I have a matching dress and a matching cherry mask from Pinup Girl Clothing. I just don't wear the, All the right, I dress you. anymore. Um, I <laughs> mentioned on Wednesday that I might be mentioning the where the moon is. Um, you know, we have 13 moons within a year, and we move through the new and the full moons every month. Um, it's a more feminine way of tracking the year. And I just wanted to let you all know that the moon is waxing, therefore it is growing larger, not waning, growing smaller. And it's about 62% illuminated, which means we're about a week away from the full moon. During the first quarter phase of a waxing moon, it's a good time for attracting positive people into your life. So make time for socializing and networking online because you're not allowed to in real life. Um, Yeah, so you want to kind of begin to build upon the ideas that you start in the dark of the the new moon when you kind of have a chance to start again um, psychically every month. 
Um, I am preparing for my role next Thursday. I shoot um, a bunch of scenes all in a row. And the way it works with movies is I'm shooting basically all of my scenes with all of my lines on one day. And when I was standing in on Wine Country, I watched Tina Fey do that. Um, They could only get her for a couple days because she's so busy and famous and rich. And um, so they brought her in and she had like 19 pages on that day or something like she had all her lines on that day. So it's 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 a weird pressure. It's different than acting in a play where you memorize the same text for two hours and perform it over and over, rehearse it for months, perform it over and over every night and get better and better. Yeah. You have one day and the pressure's on and it's kind of all focused on you. So not only will I be doing all my scenes, which are like four or five scenes, but I'll also be changing costumes in between because they all happen on different days so i'm excited i think it'll be fun and i wanted to share with you guys some of the tips i have for learning lines and getting into character oh hey all right i got lines to learn myself i'm playing a mean cop in this you're a mean cop and a psychologist uh oh yeah well i mean yeah yeah i'm two parts in this Um, are you gonna wear glasses and have the beard for the psychologist it'll look completely different i'll be transformed for the SWAT, you can kind of cover your face. That's why I'm growing this face. beard, so that so that he, the psychiatrist can have the yeah, beard. Yeah, he and, should. Yeah, and, yeah, and the and Ooh, I would mean trust cop you can have the, as a psychiatrist. You wouldn't. I would lie on your leather couch. Yes. Oh, are you flirting with me? Yes. We said we wouldn't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's boring. Okay. Um, well, what I do, Jimmy, uh, my friend, my buddy, when I'm trying to learn my lines, is I record them in my audio messages. So that way, I can play them over and over in my car and read along with them. I record both parts. I record my own lines in a normal voice and then I kind of always record the other one like a little lower so it'll be like yeah. oh hey Jimmy how are you fine I'm good Grace I'm fine blah, blah. that's the other person yeah, and then I, I do my, my other lines I my mouth away from the microphone oh that's and a I'm good like, idea alright boys let's wrap it up here let's get hey what are you doing over there you know and that's the yeah, other guy that's talking good. Well, the classic way is just to be scanning your line so you cover up the line underneath just like you would when you're studying a test and test yourself see if you know it um but uh, oh, can I share a method that worked for yeah. me uh, for a lot of plays? Maybe it's better for longer form stuff where you got to memorize ungodly amounts of text. But right. the triple R method, okay? Read, write, recite. Yeah, yeah. Write it out down a lot. That's a good way. Yeah, and if you do it in that order, it does this weird thing where you're you're using different parts of your brain to remember the text each time. So read it and then write it. Read it aloud from the page looking at it. Write it out with pencil and then recite it trying to not look at the page at all. Yeah, that's good. And then in terms of getting into um, character in general, I've been watching a lot of um, character inspiration. So my director said, oh, you're a cross between Miss Hannigan from Annie and Karen. So I've been watching all the Karen videos. That gave me a lot of inspiration. Um, I've created Pinterest boards. So feel free to follow me over on Pinterest. Um, You can see all the character inspiration boards I've done for my many roles. Um, yeah, pictures of what the character might look like, basically. I'm at uh, Grace Ann Fay, G-R-A-C-E-A-N-N-E-F-A-E on Pinterest. You can check those out. That's fun. You're always uh, playing such a glamorous, glamour, beauty queen type, you know, and um, it'll be cool to see you play somebody mean and yeah. uh, play like a Downscale. bad guy for once. I'm trying to go real trashy with the outfits. 
Yeah. And then you want to go through your script and break the scene into beats. So whenever your character kind of changes direction, you mark that with a big, like, I put like a big line and pencil across it. Oh, she has all kinds of uh, highlighters out. She gets her markers and I don't her do the multi-highlighter, no, but you do <laughs> want to highlight your own lines. I just use yellow. And then you want to pick some action verbs um, to uh, kind of talk about what your objective is for that particular line. Action verbs. To please, to seduce, to win. You can do more. <laughs> well, if you don't put it on the internet, how's going to people know what you did? For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents. Today! Today! Is today Is even today a day? Even a thing? I'm going to uh, stab you with my line. Jeez, of course it's a thing. Um, it's, uh, you know. Well, yesterday was National Squirrel Appreciation Day, which I do appreciate a cute squirrel. Uh, we have local ones, and I have ones uh, that hang out where I work. So I'm kind of I'm kind of huge in the squirrel community. Oh, yeah? Do you yeah. give them nuts? Uh, I make sure I uh, clean out, I clear out their eating area over where I work because there's an orange tree, and they just go through the oranges. So I, you know, I rake out. Where they've been throwing their orange rinds. Aww. Um, this sounds terrible. This okay. is the this is uh, the celebration of life day. January twenty second is celebration of life day. Oh God! If this is something sad, it's all, it's good about being alive. It's good to be alive. That's what we were celebrating today. Um, it's easy to forget every sometimes, life is but, precious. We, but we are all fortunate to be here. Take time to celebrate the... G- okay, all right. Okay, it's another positivity well, day. Well, yeah. Uh, National Blonde Brownie Day. Do you know what that is? That's brownie and cookie together. Right. How could you get behind this? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's where like the, the chocolate chip cookie is on top of the brownie. Yeah. It's not something to do with white chocolate. No, it's well, really good. Blondies. It is, Blondies, yeah. Um, it is National Answer Your Cat's Questions Day today. Uh, so we're going to be listening closely to every cat's meow and trying to understand what they're saying. Oh, I was uh, chatting with a cat just last night and it had some cute mouths. It was like, meow. Uh, meow. That cat was low-key AF. That cat, um, that cat was like chill. I love cats. I love talking anything. to animals. Yeah, like I don't know if talking to them because you know, I mean, I don't think I don't think they can conjure, conjugate you con con. Uh. They can conjure things. Remember how they were really fancy back in Egypt? The god, the, the goddess of cats, Bast. You know, oh, it's it's also National Hot Sauce Day, which I'm going to have the best hot sauce oh. uh, right after this on Sriracha? my carne asada burrito. No, that it's that chili. They give it to you in the little tub. Oh, uh, the green one. It's either the green one or the red one. Like I prefer the red one, but the red one, if I do too many of them, mm. um, then I have a bad morning. Let's say, mm, mm-hmm. and so sometimes I got to switch to the green mid burrito so that you know consciously. Moderation in hot sauce, yes. But then tomorrow's National Pie Day, and that's not spicy at all. I'm not making a pie. So it's a great day to wash down uh, the National Hot Sauce Day. It is National Handwriting Day, and I actually have been practicing my calligraphy. Oh, that's true. Just for fun, yeah. 
got some good pens and it's all about the millimeter of thickness of pen you use so when you're getting a calligraphy pen you want to check if it's a three millimeter it's nice and thick and that way you can really contrast the thick line with the thin line and you know it's a really um analog activity yes very crafty i'm for and it very satisfying and i'm actually not that good at writing fancily but did you know that megan markle was actually a calligrapher here in la before she um got suits got her first big acting break Oh, yeah. 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 She was a calligrapher and she would do people's wedding invitations and stuff. And you can get good enough that every almost every time you write, it looks gorgeous. So that would be a really cool skill to have, I think. You, uh, Grace Faye, are interesting because you're interested in stuff. It's what, uh, one thing I've always tolerated, at least about you, if not even liked, oh. that you get interested in things, you know, <laughs> actual things. For I'm a preaching month. Preaching constantly about actual stuff. And then I'm interested in something else. Uh, yeah, and then I go back to ignoring you. And I buy things for every hobby I quit. <laughs> Besides, this is your birthday. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Well, okay. Hey, happy birthday to two of my guys, all right? This one guy is my colleague in the Mm. theater circuit, all right? We run crews together, all right? And we run each other up the wall. Sammy Wayne, happy birthday. Nice. Um, Go check out his play online. You can um, check it out on his Facebook page. Um, and it's called Lord Have Mercy on This Nappy Headed Child. It's very funny. Uh, it's, you know, Southern, uh, Southern African American humor nice. about the family, about the lifestyle. It's very good. Uh, and the other, uh, the other birthday is another guy who was in another movie that we were in called Gun in a Hotel Bible. Oh. Brad Gosnell, happy birthday That's yesterday. That's out on Amazon. You can see me and Jimmy in the opening scene doing yeah. something naughty. That's right. Yeah, check it out. Gun in a Hotel Bible, a very cool watch, uh, a quick watch, uh, enjoyable, fascinating, asks a lot of questions, doesn't answer a whole lot because it's that kind of film. Oh, it's so good. It's a play turned into a movie. Yeah, and and the play was fantastic. And Daniel Florin is the other main guy besides our homie Brad in the play. Um, And just a great crew. And Roger Gosnell directed, uh, who uh, directed Smurfs and some other kids things and some episodes of TV and just a great fan. Family and uh, happy birthday. Ha-ha. She, she walks in beauty like the night of cloudless climbs okay. and starry skies. And all that's best of dark and bright meet in her aspect and her eyes. Thus mellowed to that tender light which heaven to gaudy day denies. Happy birthday, Lord Byron. Ah, British say poet. Wordsworth, what do I know? Yeah, it's his birthday today. Um, and that was way back in... Oh, there was one of these that... Way back in 1788. Oh, I should have played some Logic. It's Logic, the rapper's birthday today. He turns 30 years old. Not a bad rapper, but this is the one that made me laugh. Philip Hamilton, 1872 to 1801. Um, His claim to fame? Family member. Oh yeah, I don't know what <laughs> I don't he know has what a it family is. member Philip. Uh, oh, family member of Alexander Hamilton. But you know the the website I go to is called Famous Birthdays, so I always expect some sort of uh, reason why these people are famous. So he was Alexander Hamilton's brother. But happy birthday also to Guy Fieri out there in Flavortown. Oh yeah, he's that chef guy. Uh, I don't think he knows how to cook. I think he just eats. He looks kind of like a bully. Yeah, yeah, he looks like um. 
He looks like uh, like Sugar Ray turned bad. Oh, okay. Well, it is someone really famous in film's birthday today. It's D.W. Griffith's birthday. Who's that? Um, he's one of the founders of film back in 1875. He produced Birth of a Nation and Intolerance. He was born in Kentucky um, and died in 1948. Um, he came out here. He started making movies, I believe, in New York and then came out to kind of in the first days of Hollywood out here. He, he's not related, as far as I know, to Griffith W. Griffith, who Griffith Park is named after. I see. Yeah, Griffith Park is the better Central Park that we have right here in the middle of L.A. Beautiful, hilly, wild park that where you can climb all over and probably there's some bodies buried there, but don't be scared. Um, it has a carousel. Oh, and we'll put in some. Um, we'll put in some journey. Griffith J. Griffith. Sorry, I tried to put in some journey. It was a cover. It was kind of crappy. Didn't really work. Took it out. Um, uh, but in the music, you know, we'll put in some journey because today is Steve Perry's birthday, seventy-one years old. Uh, John Hurt, movie actor. Uh, pretty good, pretty skilled, okay? So you, you out there, if you share a birthday with any of these people, your betters feel privileged. Uh, Griffith W. Griffith J. Griffith also shot his wife, okay. for which he went to um, prison for do? only two years. Hey, <laughs> he had alcoholic insanity. He oh. was a secret drunk who what? was subject to paranoid delusions. And thought maybe, thought maybe his wife did something. It doesn't matter why I he tried shot her. To he do shot that. her. I tried to do that, and then sec- she got a divorce. I tried to do that secret alcoholic stuff back in the day, back in my the, the latter end of my drinking days, you know. And it's like, man, you can't be as drunk as is satisfactory to the alcoholic brain. And 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 sneak it around, you know. Right. There's going to be empties. There's going to be behavior people recognize. <laughs> it's just not. Did you, you know. have paranoid delusions though? Oh, for sure. I thought everybody had caught on. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. Now he's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. Okay. Well, uh, okay. One uh, last jab at the parting administration, I think, from Jimmy because um, uh, all the pardons. I looked them up the other day, and there's a whole lot of names that uh, that I don't recognize, and they're just pretty much like small-time political criminals <laughs> and um, and people who you know probably maybe the president owed. Well, Steve Bannon. They. I mean, he forgave a whole bunch of. People within his administration that were convicted of crimes. Of doing stuff for his administration, too. I mean, largely Steve Bannon, you know. Probably all that money. You know what Steve Bannon did, right? No, he not collected exactly. money. He collected money oh, on a yeah. campaign to build the wall right. with private funds. Yes. And then he basically just took the money. So whether Trump got a slice of that cash or not, I don't know, but... It'd be funny if some of them went down for that. But of all the pardons, um, Trump couldn't find it in his heart to pardon Edward Snowden and uh, Chelsea Manning. 
And um, these are they're whistleblowers, right? Important or? whistleblowers. Yeah. yeah, Edward Snowden, possibly the most important whistleblower in American history, uh, still sequestered to Russia um, because uh, because he's basically wanted by the FBI in the United States, and um, you know he's got kind of a nice little arrangement over there. Um, and so, you know, Trump really should have pardoned those two, if only for his own, you know, like he had every reason to do so for his own like popularity and fame and everything. I mean, they're not as huge, these figures on the right as they are on the left. But I mean, if you just want to get some free popularity, you know, for no re for nothing. Well, like, he did pardon Little Wayne. Okay. <laughs> Who pleaded guilty to having illegally carried a gold-plated 45 caliber clock hand gun and ammunition in 2019? How and Kodak Black? He pardoned. Uh, he did not pardon Kodak Joe Tiger. Was in jail. Tiger Joe, Exotic Joe, Exotic yeah. Tiger, Exotic Joe Exotic. Oh yeah. Yeah, he didn't pardon him, and he was uh, he was like really expecting it. The yeah. news said that uh, he had a, a limousine with hair and makeup people parked <laughs> outside of the jail. Oh man, <laughs> which is pretty sad if you think about it. If what do you do with his hair anyway? I mean, there wasn't much of it, but it, I, he, he, he was always like balding sure. on the top, but then it's long anyway. Yeah, he's got the mullet, you know, and so that requires frequent cutting, and then it's colored pretty he's heavily. He's probably got white roots in there. That's not his natural blonde uh, color. Yeah. Yeah. More about acting, right? I mean, uh, you know, and I don't mean to be, I'm like opposite ageist right now, but like this has been true all my life. I haven't really, all right, uh, I haven't really enjoyed you know the the most like striking performances and stuff are after people have become seasoned a little bit as a human being and obviously like studied their craft further too you know like i mean i don't know i think uh i you know like julianne moore well think about when when, when somebody Street. when somebody makes those movies like uh like make right you know which is which is an acronym for give me an oscar please and um <laughs> And um, give me all, <laughs> loosely, put, give you know? me up. Yeah. Um, uh, but but when somebody makes a movie like that, they're really like trying to pack it with great performances. And now look at the actors in it. The actors are all in their forties, fifties, except 60s. Amanda Seyfried. Was she in that? I don't know. I didn't notice. Too many old ass people with awesome ass performances. She was the young blonde <laughs> who played Marion Davies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I'm not saying you know, That's but my I, part. But I think that people people just basically have been doing it longer. They've been studying their craft longer. You know, they've acquired a little experience, and then, uh, you know, and then they're just easier to watch in an acting sense. You know, there's a lot of acting that's just modeling. You know, and of course, it's more fun that's to watch a 23 year old, <laughs> you know, hottie do that part of it. But yeah, if it comes to actually saying the words and making them matter, give me those old people. This is LAAF. I think it's going to be fine. I'm sure people won't even notice. Especially in including you idiots. And now, the LAAF podcast presents Today in History. We're calling. January 22nd. Uh, 3rd, though. This is the one that I was looking at. because No, January 22nd, sorry, 1998. Ted Kaczynski pleads guilty to multiple bombings. And do you have a Ted Kaczynski oh, in story? your life? 
Oh, he was the he was the guy who lived in the mountains, and he sent those bombs. And I told you that one of my professors at Yale had a black, always wore a black glove, and had a beard that covered. Have wait, no wait. That's the other bomber, the Unabomber. Is that Ted Kaczynski? That's the, the Unabomber. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the my professor of of computer science at Yale. He he had opened one of those packages, and it scarred his his hand and wow. his face. And yeah, I took a course from him. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Kaczynski himself attended Harvard University and received a PhD in mathematics from from the University of Michigan. Um, uh, and uh, he abruptly quit in 1969 in the early 70s. This, uh, his whole campaign was like 17 years long. <laughs> I he mean, had a whole manifesto and stuff, right? I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. Uh, David Gernletter is, was my professor of uh, computer science who, okay. who opened one of those bombs. Yeah. Wow. He was a great teacher. Up, huh? And on January 23rd, a toy company, uh, Whammo, Produces the first Frisbees. Ooh, Frisbees. Yeah, the story of the Frisbee began in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. Where uh, William Frisbee opened the Frisbee Pie Company in 1871. Uh, Students from uh, nearby universities would throw the empty pie tins to each other, oh. yelling Frisbee. <laughs> Frisbee! <laughs> You don't like my oohs and ahs? No, it's such there's long periods of time where you could like start talking, but you refuse to. And then when I am talking, you really want to talk. <laughs> it's a great pod. I'm just backing you up with oohs and ahs. I'm your yes girl. In 1958, a year after the toy's first release, Whammo, the company behind such top sellers. Oh, hey, they also made the hula hoop, the Super Bowl. You know what the Super Bowl is? No. You don't. It's the it's the hard the Super Bowl the football game thing. No, it's the hard round but rubber ball that can bounce like hundred feet in the air. You've seen them. Oh, of the bouncy ball with very, glitter inside. Very very important. Very important. So they worked in plastics and they made stuff in Bridgeport. This day in women's history, Elizabeth Blackwell becomes the first woman to ex receive a medical degree. Wonderful. Well, you know, today is a very <laughs> special day. On January 22nd, 1973, Roe v. Wade was passed. What is it? Granting oh. women the right <clears throat> to have an abortion after Roe three months. Roe versus Wade? Yes. Yeah, I choose Wade every time because you have control over your feet. You know, if you're rowing, you might lose an oar. <laughs> Um, in the water, and so yeah, if it's just, I mean, go a little faster. Jane if you row. Roe was a pseudonym used. It's like a Jane Doe. That's why they use that name. It represents all women. Jane Roe, a pseudonym used to protect the plaintiff's identity, so they didn't use her name. She filed a lawsuit against Henry Wade, the district attorney of Dallas County, Texas, after being denied an abortion. She maintained that denying her request violated her right to privacy, and the U.S. Supreme Court agreed. They declared that the right of privacy encompasses a woman's decision whether or not to terminate her pregnancy. The state cannot intervene in a healthcare decision made between a pregnant woman and her physician during the first trimester of pregnancy. So it's 47 years old today, and it's a good thing, and it's never going to be overturned. Yay! I really don't think it is going to be overturned. I don't even think the I don't even think the people who are like um, against it for religious reasons or whatever, legalistically speaking, not that that's a word. Um, they don't really have any. Uh, they don't really have any reason to do it. They don't really have any fire behind, you know, trying to to do it anymore. It's stupid. If it's like one of those things, you people know, like will gay do marriage. It anyway, and it won't be safe. 
It's like one of those things like gay marriage, you know, it's one of those things that's going to go away anyways, your whole opposition to this. And like, there's only going to be one end of this. So you might as well just stop. Yeah. And keep it safe for the ladies. It's like being in LAX. Wow. Remember when we used to fly places? Do you know in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when Charlie finds the golden ticket? No. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, well, have a good weekend. It's been awesome. See you later. <laughs> hey, how are your injuries coming along, Jimmy? Are you healing up? It's been a couple days since you fell off your bike, went over uh, the handlebars. I've got the gigantic elbow gash exposed to the, the clean, dry air. I think it's doing some good. I had it wrapped up in gauze for a couple of days, and um, it was just sort of um, sort of festering, you know, in there. So you're supposed to let cuts dry out a little bit. I like it. I don't know what other yeah. people do, but I mean, if I have one, as soon as it's not oozing, I want it to be unbandaged and just and out. And it scabs more easily. I think yeah. it dries up. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. Yeah. I think that other, like uh, any other manner of going about it is just to like prevent scarring. How you about know? I but, spit on it? Or um, what about honey? I assumed you were going to do that anyways. It's sort of our post-show tradition. (laughs) Uh, I just stand up. I disrobe. Grace spits on all of my wounds. You know, (laughs) normal stuff. Normal, you know, people, you know, living in L.A. It's the witchy way. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) That's how they used to ferment the wine, you know, the tribal uh, people making the wines. Where you stomp on the grapes? Nah, you spit a little in there because there's something in the spit that makes it ferment better. Ew. Yeah, I learned that in the movie Medicine Man with Sean Connery. Oh. I don't know if it's true or not. It's probably not true. Everything in movies is phony and stupid. Well, I learned about stomping the grapes from Lucille Ball. Hey, Republicans, don't be worried about uh, losing your uh, Twitter followers. Those were bots. I found that out. On a Republican radio show I listened to, the guy was crying, crying, and crying for days oh. <laughs> about losing his Twitter followers. And then he said, you know, I think most of these Twitter followers were uh, were fake accounts. Oh, well, shoot. You know, and so, uh, and, and by the way, if you're a bot out there, please follow us. You know, we need all the follows we can get. All bots, please come over to at LAAF yeah, podcast. You bots look really cute. Look, I can we'll talk like it. R2-D2. Beep boop beep boop beep boop 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 beep boop bots bots L A A F boop boop beep boop. Now they're all gonna come over. That's not. And too now bad. let's talk to cats. Meow. You do want some extra crunchies on your food tonight? Oh, okay, okay, I. Okay. All right, I'll I'll give you your space. I know this you're is what independent. What I've evolved to animal voices. Animal voices <laughs> on the radio is the. Can you last. do a squirrel? Do squirrels make noises? Oh yeah, that's good. Like those a chipmunk. Yeah. I guess <clears> maybe that's more of a chipmunk noise. I I think once when I was a child, I was walking home from school with my best friends Ben and Dan, and we saw a squirrel up in the tree, and the squirrel meowed at us. I'm not kidding. I'll never forget it. It was really weird. A, it made a sound. A squirrel meowed a squirrel. at you. Oh, yeah. have you ever had the um? Have you ever had the the raccoons uh, <gasps> uh make their their weird uh sound? Not really. Yeah, they do this weird like talking clicking sound. Oh, cool! I love raccoons. They're so cute. Mazdaznan. 
Years before founder Ottoman Zar Adusht Hanish moved to L.A. from Chicago in 1916, the Los Angeles Times described Mazdazan, sorry, Mazdaznan, as a cult of sun worshippers who fasted and engaged in self-torture to drive out devils. Mazdaznan published neo-Zoroastrian literature out of a mansion in Arlington Heights for more than 60 years. There are so many cults in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, homeless and the and the cult people, they all come right here. Helios. The god of the sun. I Helios is a, a love cult. Uh, uh, with the jazz age of Edith Maida Lessing, who pre- presided over a ramshackle compound of tents and shacks in Glazell Park that she called Mount Helios. That's shit wow, still that over sounds there. cool. Yeah, we got to research that. The Athria Society, Nye Science. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of cults that have been uh, that have made their homes in uh, Los Angeles over the years. I, can I talk about dorky actor stuff? For about 20 seconds. All right, let's talk about action verbs. What are things that you can do when you're trying to interact with someone in a conversation? Devastate. To disappoint, to poison, to scar, to allay, to alleviate, to appease, to betray, to raise, to wreck, to coach, to cultivate, to crush, to defeat, to shatter. See you again on Monday, everybody. To imprison. I shaved off a beard I was fond of. I lied to the law. I danced with a blonde beauty parlor owner. What the fuck was that? That was garbage. That was fucking pedestrian. Hi there, LAAFers. Hmm. You've probably noticed that all of our commercials are fake. That's because we get all of our support from you, the listener. Sign up today and get all the exclusive membership benefits for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash LAAF. We'll have to suspend your membership. To caress. To stimulate. Are you through? Yes.